0: What up? This is High Definition Pod. That's podcast. That is this is your boy Maurice? Yo, it's Torres, and we are back for another episode. Mm-hmm. We have not been in what, over a week. Yo, go. Mm-hmm. We skip Thanksgiving. We did. We didn't.
1: Yeah, how, we how, didn't do anything last week. How you Thanksgiving, bro? Man, it was. It was great, man. Just real chill. Uh, Some family came through. Uh, the in loves. Oh, so you don't say in loves? In loves. Come in loves. In loves. Word. In loves. So they came. and We cooked. I cooked the ham. Um, Look, yeah. Thanksgiving is the only time where it's accessible to eat ham. <laughs> that is true. I don't eat. I don't eat it. I don't eat it. I don't eat it any other time nah, of year. I don't eat it any time of Thanksgiving. Oh, you. Yeah. You better have some ham on my plate. Man, let me tell you, the the food was great. Everybody brought dishes. Everything was lit. I mean, I was. I I didn't eat too much. Listen, but I did eat enough. I didn't eat.
0: We we had some leftovers to throw away. Yeah, with no sweet potatoes my wife made. Oh, all oh, of them got gone. busting boy, bruh. I'm telling you. When I tell you, <laughs> we we, <laughs> Them
1: things got gone, bruh. But yeah, I'm the only person that ate the cranberry sauce. See, you, you and my wife, y'all, Hey man, y'all look, can have it. It's a it's a staple. No, y'all can have it. It's a staple,
0: man. Anyway, y'all can have it. But yeah, we we had a pretty good Thanksgiving. Though. It was real. Up. It was real chill. Yeah. Um, literally Friday, my kids they want to go down their uncle's house. So I took mm-hmm. them down there. Mm-hmm. After I dropped them off and came back home, mm-hmm. I ain't been back a, out the house since this morning.
1: <laughs> you been in the house all weekend. All, this morning, when I took them to school, <laughs> that was the last time. You
0: that's the first time I've been out the house all weekend. Wow. And I, was, I mean, straight chilling. Wow. When I say Netflix
1: and chill, bam, Netflix and chill. That's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> speaking of that, they putting a. Uh, was it, Ma, Ma Rainey's, uh, that movie, the last movie that Chadwick Boseman did? Really? That's
0: going straight to Netflix. I'm going to yeah. check that out. There's yeah, yeah. a couple of his I, I still got to check out. Yeah. So yeah. 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 But, yeah. Um, so, uh, for those of you, that if this is your first time listening to us, uh, we are uh, high definition. We are just a platform where we just want to have good conversation, good dialogue. Mm-hmm. Uh, our aim is to just offer you a perspective. Uh, me and Therese are not experts. Nope. We, we do consider ourselves to be students. Yep. Uh, Of just life, uh, students, students of course, the word. We are uh, both Christians. Uh, But we just want to offer you uh, various perspectives on different uh, subjects. We want to offer dialogue about subjects that we're not even really talking about in the church like that. So that's what we're about. Uh, You may agree with what we say, you may disagree. Either way, we want to hear what you have to say. So please engage with us. Yes. Uh, At the bottom of this uh, episode, you'll see our uh, IG, you'll see our Facebook. Well, you can go and follow us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also see our email address. So, please, uh, y'all engage with us. But today, uh, Therese, I want you to inter- introduce our guest that we have with us on today.
1: T- today, we have a special guest. We have Shaday Jackson, the author of the book, Heal Thyself. How you doing, day I'm doing great. Awesome, awesome, awesome. How was your Thanksgiving?
2: You know, it was great. I mean, I went to like five or six houses and still- didn't make it to one, so yeah. <laughs> that's I was like, they should have just went ahead and got together at, at one house mm-hmm. and just let the windows up. Bad, that's what my grandma bad, said. Bad. She said, "Let the windows up." Yeah. That's,
1: that's, that's what I did. We was cooking. I let, let them up. Let the air. Let everything just yeah. circulate through. Mm-hmm. Come on now. But um, but yeah. So if you don't know who Shadé is, well, we go. We go to the same church. Shout out to Faith, Faith, Glory, Glory Ministries. Trey and Angie Cleveland. Woo-woo. But um, Shadé is here to basically talk about her journey in healing herself mentally and physically through exercise and whatever other means so sade so tell us about yourself first and foremost
2: man i'm an open book i don't really know what to say in regards to me when you asking me mm-hmm. I mean, it's a broad question it's like, a broad question like, yeah mm. definitely okay. so
0: Hmm. So who is who is Sade? If somebody when people hear the name Sade, what what would be the three things you would the three words you would give to describe yourself if somebody said who is Sade?
2: Um, for me, I'm definitely um of course a motivational speaker. That's one mm-hmm. thing that I am. Um very hmm, I don't really let's see. With me I'm more of a person that likes to dissect things before I come up with the conclusion or in result of anything. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a mother. Um, I am a friend. I am a daughter. I mean, that's a lot of things. So, I mean, I'm open. Okay. Okay. Okay.
1: So let's talk about your health journey. You know, what started you on the health journey that you're on right now?
2: So, at first, I had no clue what I was doing. Let's just be honest. I don't think nobody knows what they're doing at first. Most of us don't. I started just walking at first. But what really inspired me was divorce. Um, And I needed somewhere to channel my anger Uh, and channel different things that I was going through. So, that was... Um, definitely, one of the avenues that I had to take was to find a different way to get all of that out.
1: That's a constructive way to do it. And that's a that's that's a great way. A lot of a lot of people use things like that um, to push them into the fitness world because one, you it's a it's a constructive way to one get out frustration. Awesome stress reliever. <laughs> Very much. <laughs> reliever. Yeah. it's a great yeah, stress reliever. It is. Yeah. You know, so I know I me for me I know I was. Uh, when well, my fitness started, I was in a I was in a bad place a little bit. And a friend of mine was like, Hey, I just joined uh, this gym. So you wanna join? I was like, Yeah, let's do this, man. So went in there, man. I'm gonna tell you, man, it's the greatest feeling in the world. You're tired as heck when you leave, but <laughs> yeah, boy, you hurting. feel it's like, who? I don't know what it is. Like, do you get this like this jolt of energy when you leave? Like, dang, I I just did something very constructive and I feel accomplished. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So but yeah, so what uh Let's talk about your book. What led you to write this, this, this wonderful piece of literature right here?
2: I mean, honestly, I had started writing things, jotting stuff down. Mm-hmm. Um, it started as a journal. Um, so I would just journal a lot of stuff. Um, I actually got like maybe four or five of them. And then my friend was just like, why don't you just write, just put it all together. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Um, I didn't know what I was doing, so then I talked with my friend Jocelyn, and she was like, Yo, she was like, Let's go ahead and do this. And she was like, Let's just go ahead and just put it all together. So we just pieced it all, and Mm -hmm. she was like, Okay, we got a book, you know. So, I mean, when I started it, I didn't think that it was gonna, you know, I was just writing, you know, it wasn't even something that I was thinking was gonna be a book, but it inspired me. Like even today, like I picked it up and I was like, "Dang, I really needed this today," you know, because I think with whenever you're like, you go to the gym consistently, at some point you're gonna hit like a plateau. Mm -hmm. You're gonna be like, "Okay, I'm tired of going at the same time or whatever." But today I picked it up because I was like, shoot, they're going to talk about this book. <laughs> uh, I
3: was like, they going to talk about oh this yes, book. Oh, yes. it's a good reason to pick it up. I was like, they ain't going to have me up here looking uh, stupid like I didn't write this no, It's <laughs> all good.
1: It's all good. But I love um, how at the end of each of the chapters, you have you have some uh, lines in here where a person can journal mm-hmm. with they have done. You know, like you got little self declarations in here. Love those, by the way. Those are you're sharing which what you declared over your life and your journey, mm-hmm. and you're encouraging everyone else to do the same when they read this. And I think that's a very uh, that's very inspiring. And it's very dope. That's a very dope part of this book. Um, so let's talk about some of the challenges. I guess. That you will, ex- you, we all experience personally your experiences, uh, your challenges, and your journey um, in self in healing thyself. Um, what are some of your challenges that you have overcome, maybe still dealing with, uh, and still working to conquer?
2: Um, honestly, it's more mental for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think every time I go in the gym or anything that I'm set for, it's all mental for me. So if I can't figure it out, like, step by step in my mm-hmm. mind, I feel like I cannot accomplish it. Like, it's just like a stumbling block. Like, I'm not going to pass it. Um, like, for the gym, like, I have a certain goal that I'm looking for, and it just doesn't seem like it's going to happen. So sometimes I just be like, you know what, I'm going to sleep in today. I'm not going to the gym. You know, I'm tired. <laughs> it ain't working out. I'm just going to go and stay in this bed. But then them alarms go off. I got about six of them. Mm -hmm. They go off, and I be like,
1: "Let's get it, right?"
2: Mm -mm. It don't be let's get it. It (laughs) don't (laughs) be let's get it. No, it don't be let's get it until I actually get in the gym. Mm -hmm. You know, like all the alarms go off, I can still be in the car and be like, "Darn, I can turn this car back around, Mm -hmm. and I can get back in this bed." Mm -hmm. You know, but it's. Let's get it when I get in the gym. Got you.
1: But that's that's a that's that's something that we've all experienced. I know, for me personally, I've gone to the gym after work, and I'm like, man, I was on my feet for twelve hours. And I gotta say, run around these 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 people trying to make sure they're doing their job and everything, mm-hmm. and I'm really about to go in here and try to push iron. Maybe you run a mile or jog a mile, or whatever. That jog might turn into a walk, but um, <laughs> but I, uh, but when that's you, hey, but, you're in, there <laughs> <now>. <laughs> but you're in there, but you in there, but you're in there. You know, that's I think that's half the battle. Yeah. Half the battle is is getting getting mentally, mm-hmm. getting over that mental hurdle and actually stepping foot in there. Now, when, once you're there, you're like, well, I'm here now, so I might as well mm-hmm. do something. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You know, my workout might not be the workout that I had planned, but I do something. Um, it might, like I said, it I mean, it hey, might be walking. Hey, I'm know.
2: just saying, five minutes or ten minutes or anything mm-hmm. that you wasn't doing already is always. That's the true. Small steps. Small yeah, steps. Small, small, steps.
0: small steps. So, when you do get in there, or what's the thing that keeps you that keeps you going, even when you do have those tough days where you just, yeah, me, I'm not about to go in here, but then I'm here now. What is the one thing that keeps pushing you to just want to say, you know what, I'm going to keep pushing through it and we're going to knock this thing out. What's that one thing? And I guess I'm asking that for somebody that's probably going to listen to this that's going to be like, I don't want to be in here today. Mm -hmm. So what's the thing that keeps Sade going?
2: I keep myself going. Um, And that's that's just a, a thing. I mean, you can only do as much as you're going to allow your mind to to take you or mm. your drive you know like with me when i'm in there and i get in the gym it's like let's go you know you ain't come this way you ain't waste your gas you know what i'm saying like gas going up i ain't I, you know like <laughs> yes, it is you know yeah. I, I mean i don't woke up out my sleep because i go in the morning you know so mm-hmm. i don't drove all the way over here for me to be like no i'm not gonna push as hard as i'm gonna do you know and then I see older people in the gym in the morning, and that sort of pushes me, you know, because mm-hmm. th- I'm not gonna let this sixty-year-old woman walk <laughs> faster. Than- <I'm laughs> right, walk faster, You know what I'm saying? Like they I'm they just not gonna, not gonna do that. <laughs> they
0: be in there getting it. I mean, it too. be yeah, getting they it. I mean, they, they be do. on
2: the. I mean, they just be walking. I'm be like, okay, yeah. I, and they push theirs. I push mine. I mean, let's go. <laughs> you know, so, I'm not gonna do it.
0: Okay, so for those who also listen to this, for you and your journey, did you start off by? Did you write down certain goals that you wanted to accomplish as far as uh, I wanted to lose this amount of weight by this time or was it just something you all just you just set in your mind or was it something that you actually wrote down to give you something that you can actually look at and say, okay, I've hit that goal, scratch that off. How did you – what did you do to actually give yourself a plan?
2: So I took pictures. I didn't write anything down. Mm-hmm. I took pictures of myself. Like it was – Wasn't like, oh, I'm going to lose 30 pounds by the end of the year. I'm not, I didn't want to do that because you got to be more realistic, you Mm -hmm. know, like, Mm -hmm. so I took pictures of myself and I was like, okay, well, I want this gone. So I drew like arrows. I was going to put it in the book, but I didn't because I was like, that's too much. But anyways, (laughs) I was like, so I did, I did take pictures and I just sort of like cut my body up with. Arrows and stuff, you gotcha. know, and basically was like, "This is what I want. This is what I want. You know, I need to lose this." And then so every month I would go back to the next picture, or you know, mm-hmm. and so that's how I did it.
0: Hmm. Okay. Talk to the people about how important was. I think I I literally I just saw what I mean by it today. Uh, on one side of the meme, it was like what people actually think is hard, and they got like the weights. Mm-hmm. Then they say on the other side of the meme, what actually it's, is hard is that it's food, food and that diet. Lord, yes. Talk to the people about how important was it for you to finally get that diet part going, because I mean, once you get into a routine of working out, once you're in there, yeah, and mm-hmm. you get that routine, mm-hmm. yeah. you're gonna be in there. Yeah. But when you get home late at night, right, right, and you want that. As my pastor, shout out to Apostle Ryan McGentsy and uh, Pastor Erica from CityGate. That 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 snack demon, as he called it, yes, sir. boy, late at night, you yes, when you want, when the you want them the chips, night night, you I know had. what I'm saying? You want that them the chips t- or the, that cook or something <laughs> late at night?
1: That, that two that two a.m. <laughs> <stretch> <laughs> in the refrigerator. <laughs> ah. you know what I'm
0: saying? So it, talk to the people about you know that's that's having that struggle. Like, okay, I'm in the gym, good, but look, I I like my chips. I like mm-hmm. me. I'm am a gummy. I'm a gummy. Oh, dude. give me a, my gummies. It's a you know what I'm saying? So yeah. talk got, to people about about that. I'm trying to get the sinners out. You said though <laughs> but talk to the people about how was that? How was that journey of also getting that diet part right on your on your journey?
2: Huh. Okay, so it was a love hate type thing, but I started with the saucer me- method mm-hmm. because it was just basically mm-hmm. it was the only thing that was like realistic to me. Because if you say, okay, I'm not gonna do no carbs, I'm not, that, mm. I'm not reading on the back of everything. I'm just not, <laughs> that's just not me. Yeah. I cannot, I can't do that. And I'm not about to count calories, and that's just too much. So I basically just did the salsa method. And I just, whatever I had cooked, I was like, this is all I'm eating. Mm-hmm. I'm not going back for seconds. I'm not doing any of that. Like, what's on this small little plate? Is what I'm gonna eat off of.
0: So for you, it's portion control. Portion ah. control,
2: and I've always—I even put it in... It's a chapter in the book that's called "Eat the Cookie," mm-hmm. and it's basically saying if you already thought that, thought about it, just go ahead and do it. A cookie is not going to make you gain a pound in a day or anything like. You've already thought it. You've already mm-hmm. purchased it at the store. Mm-hmm. Eat the cookie. You know, like you putting too much emphasis on the cookie and not the overall plan. Right. You know, so you need to basically stick to what you're going to stick with. Be consistent with it. Because mm. if you're not consistent with it, then you're going to fall for the cookie. You're mm. going to fall for more than the cookie. You're going to get the cookie. You're going to get the donut. You're going to get the so many cream. other things. Mm, right. right. Mm. You're going to think of so many different things that's going to go well with the cookie. You okay. know, so you might as well just... <laughs>
1: I'm craving a milkshake right now. (laughs) Just talking about it. You got to stop right by cookout on the way home. On the way to the house. (laughs) You stopping right by cookout. That's a shame, man. Nah, I'm not. I'm not going to do it. I'm
0: not going to do it. Candace, make sure he don't come home. he don't come home (laughs) with (laughs) them milkshake and check the receipts. You know what I'm saying? Um... You don't make me lose my train of
1: thought. I'm like, oh, sorry. I'm
2: oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he, over here, he was going <laughs> like.
3: to be a smiling light. Let me show sure everybody be lit, boy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> God, 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 God. Oh, he already Chris? went to so, the gym,
3: too. Uh, <laughs> I
1: did. I can't do it. No, but um, let's talk about accountability. Um, yeah. What are some measurements of accountability that you took to start off to make sure that you stayed on track?
0: Before you answer that, though. Okay. Yep. Just so the people can, where were you? If you don't mind sharing, mm. up, up to this point your journey, exactly how far have you come? Where oh, what was your starting good, starting point, and where are you at now on your journey? Is that way it gives people an idea of you know, I was here, now I'm here, and this yeah. is how that journey can help. If you don't yeah. mind sharing,
2: so I started my journey off, and this is when I actually started looking. Um, I started my journey off at 340 pounds. Wow. And so I again I didn't know what I was doing. I just started walking. And this was before Ghost Gym even opened up. Uh-huh. So I started from there. Today I'm at nah, pounds. Got gotcha. <laughs> yeah. get gotcha. I'm getting it. I'm at I'm at 186. Wow. Um and so I've lost over 100 pounds. That's awesome. Um and still it going. Is. But that's still a love hate love thing right now. So yeah. it's always going to be a love hate. thing. Yeah.
1: That's awesome. Okay, back to your okay. question. Yeah, so accountability. So, what measurements did you take to start off, uh, and what measurements do you still do? Part question. What uh, what accountability uh, accountability measurements are you still taking to make sure that you stay on track?
2: I just basically hold myself accountable. Mm. I've tried accountability partners and gym partners and stuff like that, and the only thing that I have against it is their goals is not the same as mine. That's fact. Mm. That's you know, like. Your goal may be to lose weight or by the summer. Mine is, I want this as a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people get that mixed up, Mm -hmm. and then they be like, oh, you know, I can't come to the gym this morning because, you know, I don't feel good, or I'm tired, you know, and I'm like, then that makes the other person be like, well, I guess I'm not going, you know? Right. So I always say, Mm -hmm. hold yourself accountable. You know, you have... It's so many different devices, so many different apps that you can try, mm-hmm. and you just basically gotta hold yourself accountable because nobody else is gonna do it.
1: That's true. It's, yeah, real true. That's true. That's, That's I struggle true. with that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, cause my my bro moved to California.
2: See, excuses.
1: It is I, excuses are tools
0: of incompetence. Hello? They don't
2: know you
1: missing nothingness.
0: But I think I think you even got to chat in your book with like it's it starts with you anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. So. Um, like me me and my boy jamie we go to the gym and now our wives have come along but even sometimes like his wife she works a lot my wife she she's a hairstylist so sometimes her appointments take her past yeah. the time where we're trying to go work out so me and him be like well bro we gotta go we stare go get it in now we've been a little slack lately it seemed like holidays it always get us well we it kind of it is and we we just text the day, like yeah we gotta get back to it but i mean like excuse me like you still have to find that that motivation. Like, okay, this is what I want. Like, right. like for me, for me overall, I just want to you know just make sure I maintain where I'm at, mm-hmm. and then because I got diabetes on my side of the family, <laughs> my wife has it on her side. Yeah. You know, we you know we, we trying to uh, bring bringing the child into the world, so we don't want yeah. that affecting right. right affecting the child. So you know that's that's our motivation to mm-hmm. keep to keep it going. Just I think you having that they mental. I got to stay consistent with mm-hmm. it. Now, this is what I want. Like you said, yep. it's got to be a lifestyle change, yeah. not just I some somebody 21 coming up. You know what I'm saying?
2: And I think we don't even think that when it comes to our kids. Like, we want to, we think about money mm-hmm. and things of that nature that we want to pass on to them, but why not good health?
1: Yeah. I was, I was just you know what I'm saying?
2: Like, why not pass on good health yeah. and being consistent and showing them that. You can live, mm-hmm. you know, a healthy life. Right. We we always stop at money.
1: Yeah, we do. And legacy, you know, it super it surpasses money. It knowledge, yeah. right? Health. I mean, all that. Like I said, diabetes runs in my family because mm-hmm. yeah. nobody runs in my family. I, um, can't. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't. I can't. You know what? I'm gonna eat you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrible. I'm, I'm joking. If any of my family is hearing this, I'm sorry. But, but <laughs> I mean, but it, no, it, it's for real,
0: it's especially us in the uh, African American context. Mm-hmm. Like, we really don't consider, like, your great grandma had diabetes, right. grandma had diabetes, mama got diabetes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think is probably going to end up being? Like, Yeah. we really got to consider that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, okay, I'm not going to go in that conversation. <laughs> I'm about to take it to it. It's a whole system thing. But yeah, I'm not about, nope, nope.
2: But I say it. I say it in my thing. You can't blame everything on genetics. You know know what I'm saying? I mean, that is something that you can have control over, over what you eat, Therese, you know.
1: Yeah. No milkshakes. No milkshake. No milkshake. Yeah, Yeah, no milkshake. (laughs) <laughs> he going right. I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not going. Nah, I'm not go. sure going. I'm telling you, not I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not going.
2: Make sure he ain't got them napkins so in I'm his la- car cause You know, they <laughs> give you a ton of
1: napkins. <laughs> to I'm like, I'm lactose intolerant. Man, I don't need that. I'm good. oh Okay. Yeah. Nah, but that's. Nah, I'm not. <laughs> I ain't gonna do it.
0: So, <laughs> bro, I'm gonna need you to, you know.
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. God Almighty. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, let's. I guess let's 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 go into the mental aspect of how do you how how do you feel that our the what we eat our diets play a part into our mental health.
2: Um, hmm, it's so much. Mm. Um, I think it's more so of. If you can control it, Mm. you know, like certain things, if you put your mind to it, then you're going to do it, you know? Yeah. And it goes hand in hand with what you do physically, you know, as well as what you do in life. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't think people really think about that. They Mm. just they just really just eat as a way of thinking that that's a way of living. You know, they eat to live, but. You know, it's more so of a health thing. You are you have to, it's a mental, that mental is breaking through mm-hmm. and making sure that you are doing something that, you know, you don't have to pass on, like we say, the diabetes and yeah. the high blood pressure and all this different things.
1: So I know when I've, um, when I have eaten like, like, like a veg, like a high vegetable based diet, I think clearer mm-hmm. than I do with meat. You do. Um, I think he even talks about that in the Bible, where it's talking about um, the, it was one of the kings, he wanted the, um, golly, I can't remember the story. I remember the story, I don't remember it, but I remember it, where he wanted them to eat his food. Book of Daniel. There you go. So he wanted them to eat the food, but they was like, nah, we're just gonna eat these vegetables mm-hmm. and fast. That's where what we get yeah. the Daniel fast from. Man, yeah. There it is right there, see? I think it's, Dan- I think yeah. it's Daniel yeah. one. Yeah. But yeah, but, um, you know, meat, I, mean, I love, I love, I love meat, like, like I, like we said before, a ham, that's like strictly like a Thanksgiving thing. Outside of that, I don't yeah. touch it. Yeah. You know, but the you know. devil's meat. The devil's, the devil's <laughs> meat. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I call. I call it the devil's meat. But it's true though. Like, I mean, we think about swine; they will eat anything, mm-hmm. anything. And I told my mom that today. I was like, "Yeah, pigs eat anything." I was like, "We really shouldn't even be eating this stuff, honestly." I think the Bible even talks about anything with hooves you're not supposed to eat. On Thanksgiving, I'm getting my ham. Bump bump out it. (laughs) Thank thank you, Lord, for grace and mercy. Thank you, Lord, for grace and mercy. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, I mean, that's one of the biggest things is um, is really just having a having a balanced diet. Mm -hmm. Um, I love Whole Foods because all their meats are vegetarian based diet animals. That's awesome. I love that part. But. um, but yeah so um (coughs) go ahead yeah
0: so in your in your journey what have what changes have you seen based on you've been as consistent as you can be but you also you've seen changes throughout your your entire journey how how have you seen that affect those that have been around you whether it be your kids friends family Mm
3: -hmm.
0: what type of changes have you seen with those just from them watching you
2: so at first, I mean, everybody thought it was a joke because they were like, oh, you over there eating rabbit food and all this, that's what they say, rabbit what do you food. call it
1: rabbit food? That's right, right. I mean. The rabbits eat lettuce and stuff. That's I mean,
2: they were like, you over there eating that rabbit food. And then after a while, they sort of caught on. They was like, well, darn, you know, maybe mm-hmm. we should start eating some darn rabbit food. And I was like, yeah, that rabbit food, that's good, you know. Um, but, I mean, around me, my kids, Always say with parents, is you control what your kids eat. Mm. They always, people always say, well, you can't, your kids are not gonna eat, you know, small things. They're not gonna eat baked food Mm -hmm. and their greens and all that stuff. I say that's a lie because you're cooking it, you know, like Mm -hmm. they're not gonna go in the kitchen and cook it for themselves, you know, even when it comes down to their snacks and all that kind of stuff. You know, my kids, they eat whatever I eat because I'm not, I'm just not gonna buy double.
1: Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> my, my parents raised me. If, if they cook it, yeah. you better eat it. If you
0: don't eat it, make a sandwich.
1: You
3: better eat it.
0: If you think thinking the Bible says train a child in the way they should go, there you go. Right. So I mean, if you put them in them early, yeah, when they get older, they may okay. I didn't like this growing up, but
3: yeah,
0: I understand the benefits of it. So they'll mm-hmm. they'll include in their lifestyle as they get older. But I, <laughs> I know one thing. I didn't eat. My dad made me eat them navy beans. Bro, them God, things is disgusting. Man.
1: I'm a black eyed
0: guy. No, no. I love black
2: eyed like peas too. No, nope. I'm sorry, can't do it. I, I pretty much like all of them except peas. Yeah. Like I don't See, like sweet peas. I don't yeah. like. I just don't understand why they are so smushy and <laughs> <there's> so, <laughs> I just don't get that. Like I, I don't like
0: that. Okay, so back to the with those that have been around you. So I'm coming from the flip side because in your book you talk about uh, I'm kind of paraphrasing it, but you talk about negating the opinions of others because. Like we said, it all has to start with you. Yeah. So what finally brought you to the place where you had to put the opinions of other people on the back burner?
2: Um. Basically when I saw them, you know, having their own problems, mm. you know? Like, wow. you can't tell me that what I'm doing is hurting me because it's not. And I'm looking at your situation mm-hmm. and you're taking like, Ten or fifteen pills a day, and I'm over here with none.
3: Wow! You get what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. talk about.
2: I always say, "F the opinions." You know what I'm saying? Mm, And that's the name of the chapter is "F it," because basically it's just, I'm not, I'm not listening to everybody's opinions about, about me, about what I do. Um, It's basically you. It starts with you. you. You have to overcome all of that. And people are going to say whatever they're going to say, but at the end of the day, you only have one life, one body that was given to you. And so you have to use your temple and, you know, make sure that you're healthy and make sure that you're whole.
1: Facts.
0: Yeah, I even think, think the Bible is a scripture. I think it's, in, it's either in Psalms or Proverbs where it says, the fear of man brings a snare. Mm-hmm. So I think when you when you base everything off of the opinions mm-hmm. of those around you, you, you trapping yourself. Yeah. That's why we got to be, we got to, you know, ask God, deliver me from what everybody else got to say, everybody else's yeah. opinions. So that I, that's that's awesome.
2: You limit yourself whenever you, whenever you get the opinions of others. Like, you put, they're putting a box over you. Mm-hmm. And so you can't reach your goals. You can't get to that next level. Because some people say, well, you've been consistent for a year. Oh, you can shy away from going to the gym for a week or two weeks. You get what well, I'm saying? Like... Uh, People will start doing that, and at the end of the day, you still have to say, like, no, I'm doing this as this being something that I can be consistent. This is mm-hmm. my lifestyle change. Mm-hmm. It's not, oh, I've been doing this for a year. Now I can shy away from doing it. You know, I can take a rest day, or I can take a cheat day here and yep. there. You know, like, no, you have to do it for yourself and forget about what they're saying.
0: That's true. I like, I like the image, too, of them Boxing you in. Mm-hmm. Like, I, at, I, I sit there. While you saying I imagine like me sitting there and like somebody putting a box over me mm-hmm. and I can't yeah. go. It's like I have that limit on me yeah. because of their, their opinions are literally boxing me in where I can't see my goals. Like I can't even see my goals right. because I'm worried about what they're saying.
2: That, that's I mean,
0: awesome imagery. Yeah, and I mean,
2: even in... In our African-American community, mm-hmm. they will start looking at you. So everybody, they have that meme I saw the other day. It was like, um, black people always tell you whenever you gain weight, you know. Mm-hmm. But whenever you're losing weight, they do the same. Because they be like, oh, don't get too skinny. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's another box.
1: Oh, are you sick? You know, like. You know, stuff like that. Like, you ain't never satisfied.
2: Right. And so you <laughs> cannot keep basing other people's opinions over you and you're now stuck in this box, not knowing which way to go. That's not, it's not good. Mm
1: -hmm. Right. Oh, so in your book, you know, you also mentioned uh, going to counseling for a year and a half. Um, Elaborate, especially, you know, removing those stigmas that our community, Mm -hmm. the African-American community shouldn't. Let's talk about the stigmas removing those stigmas that we talk about within our communities about not going to counseling
2: oh yeah um counseling was probably the best thing I even uh, you know I said in my book I love Molly you know mm-hmm. matter of fact I just started going back to Molly you know what I'm saying like I love her oh plug her Plug her by the way um you know I can't give her all okay but yeah but I do love her um at Canterbury counseling in Greenville Beautiful. um she is they're they're amazing. But I did not, um, when I went to counseling, it was more so of like, I know I need to do something. Mm-hmm. I can talk to friends and family all day, and they're going to give me their opinions. Mm-hmm. Right. But I needed someone that was non-biased. One that'll say, okay, Sade, you need to get your together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I needed someone that was going to be straightforward and just say, this is this is the way that you're doing it, but mm-hmm. there's a better way. There's another way. Um, but let's also go a little bit deeper. Um, with our community, we just feel it's like we can pray and everything will go away. Shh. You talk, know what I'm saying? Talk about, please. I'm not. I, about it. And, and I, I mean, we pray. But there are some things that we have to seek mm-hmm. further counseling. We mm-hmm. have to do that. You know, we can't just say, oh, I'm going to pray and then. That's when everybody gets into these distress modes mm-hmm. and then they go, you know, all into this whole, you know, like depression and all of that. It all starts from you not seeking further help. Mm-hmm. And then we do that because sometimes we don't know who to trust. That's
3: facts.
2: You know, or we feel as though that, oh, if I speak my problems out to someone, then they're going to look at me bad. You know, yeah. so or they're gonna tell my business. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you feel as though that that's the way that someone is gonna tell your business, then go to a counselor. Right. I mean, they sign forms for this for a reason. <laughs> you know, forms. Yep. they cannot tell your business at all, no matter if it's a friend of the family or whatever. If they tell your business, sue them. You know, like I'm just saying. I it's mean, up, hey, it's facts.
1: It's, you know, one of the the most beautiful images. I mean, uh, images. Well, yeah, images that um, Pastor Angie has painted a picture for us before was uh, the cross is is vertical and horizontal. Mm-hmm. You know, like you were saying, we want to go, oh, uh, let's pray about it and not talk to uh, someone about our problems. Right. But the cross is vertical and horizontal. So when I look at that, you know, I can take my I can take my issues to God. But he has supplied me with people around me or I could put myself around to actually discuss and talk to my problems. I love that image. And I think that is um, something that we have to utilize is not just go to God with it. But I mean, I go to him first and I believe that he will he will reveal somebody or he will even place somebody in your path that Mm -hmm. you can talk to about your issues. And that helps somebody help you get on that path. The. Where you need to be right. at, you know what I'm saying. So. even that, um,
0: while you were talking, I think about the scripture. I think it's in Isaiah. Uh, he'll be called Wonderful Counselor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one of his one of the aspects of Jesus is a counselor. So, and when I think about the life of Jesus, he always. I mean, you talked about it off the mic mm-hmm. one time. He was always asking us questions. Always. Yeah. And those questions caused the either the disciples or it caused the people he was talking to. It like it made you think. So. Therefore, like, for example, he's asking the disciples one time, who do men say that I am? Mm. Then he asked them again, now, who do you say that I am? Mm. It, it made them think. So I think uh, when we look at that, we shouldn't be so scared to go to counseling because what if Jesus is actually using the counselor to just make you think? Facts. Because counselors, what are they going to do? All they, okay. They're going to sit there and ask you a whole bunch yeah. of questions. Yes, to make you yeah, think. think. Yeah, they, they are making you think. So what if really we're trying to super spiritualize it, mm. all I want to do I'm going to pray and God's going to give me my answer. Well, if your answer is coming through that counselor?
2: And I mean, that's why they're skilled to do it. I yeah. mean, and that's why there's different members of the body. Exactly. You facts. know what I'm saying? Like, facts. everybody's not meant to be the preacher. Everybody's not meant to be the singer or mm-hmm. the deacon or, thank you You know, like yes. maybe you the janitor. Maybe you, you know, maybe yep. you're just the person that's supposed to pray. I mean, you just, I mean, you have to know that there's so many different bodies to utilize. You know, there's mm-hmm. so many different avenues that he's skilled people to do. And I believe counseling is for someone that is skilled. They're skilled to talk to you about your mental health. So why not try it? Why not go to them?
0: It's beautiful. I love it. I oh. love it. I, I really hope that those who hear this conversation – if you've been going back and forth with going to counseling i hope that this is one uh this is a conversation to help you okay it giving it a push yeah let me go talk to somebody
3: mm-hmm.
0: you know and it, it, like shade said you know your friends and your family they can only help you so far yeah because they're gonna have their own opinions and i don't i, I think it's good for us to start there yes. because okay let me I might need a second, you know, double back on that. It's good for you to talk just to get that conversation started, mm-hmm. to get you kind of open. Mm-hmm. But eventually you're going to need to go to somebody that's going to look at you straight, like you just said. They, they don't have, have pre notions have about you. They have no bias about you. Right. It's,
2: they don't know nothing about you, about just what you tell them. Yeah. You know, and even what, you, what you're telling them, they're going to get around to what you're mm-hmm. really trying to tell them. And then I think another thing with the African-American community and anybody else is the fact that they think that counseling is expensive. Counseling is not expensive. If you have insurance, use it. You know, we think that, we think that, Oh, um, my insurance is only for if I have like an injury or I have a headache or I need to go get my physical. Right. No, use your insurance for your mental health.
1: It's amazing. Um, about that, because uh, our insurance from our job provides us with counseling yeah. if we need it. Yeah, and a lot of I'm like, you know, how oh, I didn't know we I didn't know we offered that. Well, if you would have read the pamphlet that we gave you once you got hired on, you would have known that this yeah. was in there. But a lot of times, people are just like, oh, yeah, I just think, oh, insurance, you know, I get sick, I go to the doctor, like mm-hmm. you said, physical, yeah. stuff like that. But no, like, guys, let's talk about your mental health here. Mm-hmm. Like, like nowadays, you know, because COVID and all this stuff's going on, a lot of people are cooped up in the house. Uh, domestic violence has going up. The suicide uh, rate. the up. Suicide, ha- yeah. I'm saying, stuff like that. So, like, people really need someone that they can talk to yeah. to just blow some steam off sometimes. You know, because sometimes I think that, you know, us talking about our situations, can actually keep us from doing something detrimental to our own lives mm-hmm. because like you said some of those people they probably could just talk their problems out have somebody listen to them give them some type of construct No, it's not, you need they don't, even have, they don't even need a response sometimes I've learned that that you, somebody just wants you to talk to them yeah. you know I have associates that do that they just come up there and talk to me and you know I don't have nothing to say you know they just be like well thank you for listening that's it they yeah. go on they they production be like in hundred you know, I'm having a good day thank yeah. you right. You know what I'm saying? So like, I think that we really have to get to a place where we are—we stop saying, "Hey, we're not gonna—we're not gonna go here and get counseling. I'm gonna go get it because one, I need it for my mental health. Yeah. And where the mind follows, when the mind goes, the body follows. Mm -hmm. So if I'm feeling good mentally, guess what? I'm feeling good in my physical.
0: And you know, I'm reading a quote because I wrote it down from from uh, your book. It's good. I think it's good for you we have to take control of our mental health and mm-hmm. something you say in your book you like you need to be selfish yeah. mm-hmm. like uh, I think there's that quote you say like, being selfish it doesn't make you arrogant it makes you aware that you matter yeah so taking back your health is one of one way of regaining control mentally physically and emotionally you have the power to change the way that you think about yourself and how others receive you and uh, you know, it, we also had that stigma in in the black community: what goes on in this house stays yeah. in this stays house. in this house. Yeah. And you know, with us having that type of mentality, I think uh, Tyler Perry even said on one of his plays, which I, I agree with him on this: if what's going on in this house is, is destroying me, exactly. nah, I need to go and talk. To, <laughs> yeah. I need to go and talk to somebody about that. Right. So, right. so it's good for you, like you said, be selfish about that. You know yeah. what? I need to take care of me. Mm-hmm. Um. You even quote you even quote the scripture in your book. Um, when Jesus said. Love, love all your heart, all your mind, all your yeah. soul. But mm-hmm. the second thing after that, love your neighbor yeah. as you love yourself. You yourself. So how can I give out? How when can I... I
2: give out And I can't even you know what I'm saying? receive it for myself? Yeah. That's like my favorite thing is the, like I cannot give people what I have not already either went through yeah. or what I've you know, already experienced. Yeah. You know, like you have to, you just have to like get to the place where you have to be selfish for mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah, You have to do it. And it's not, like you say, like I said in the book, you know, it's not arrogant. It's just saying that I matter in this mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. And you have to break away from people. That's another thing. It's like just breaking away from people, taking your time out for yourself. I know we always say pamper yourself. Go get your ice cream, not care. your milk milkshake, Therese. <laughs> no, I'm not going to I'm not going to get that swear. <laughs> But you know, take your <laughs> mental
3: whatever it
0: is and do it for yourself yeah. and know that you matter in the end. Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. You still think about it. Hey, yeah, he shape. is boy. No. <laughs> your whole your right. whole facial expression though. Like, right. I really want to look <laughs> shape.
1: I, I, oh, I do, but I'm not gonna get it. But um, you know, that's that makes uh, a lot of sense. Like the 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 best lessons that we could learn are the ones that somebody else went through. Um but do we actually pay attention to that? Now? Sometimes we don't. You know, I would I would take drug advice from a crackhead who has, well, somebody who once was a crackhead. Mm-hmm. Reason being, they've been through it. Yeah. You know, he's like, yo, this, 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 this to my life, it ruined it. I'm going to listen to him. Why? Because he went through all that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times we look at people who've gone through things and we'll be like, I ain't listening to you. Those are probably some of the best lessons that you can learn. Because a wise man learns from other men, other people's mistakes, but a smart man learns from his own. That's what it is. Maybe I said that wrong. I don't know. I don't know. It's a quote. It's nice. It sounds good. But, <laughs> 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 but um, you know, I think one of the things you also talked about in your book was integ- being integral. Um, and I think what, I, I can't remember. What is. I should have wrote it down. I should have wrote it down like Maurice did. Yeah. But you know, for me, integrity. Is doing what is right when no one is watching. Um have there been times in your journey where you've <laughs> compromised your integrity on your journey?
2: Hmm.
0: Or did you just eat the cookie? Or did you just eat the cookie? <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs>
2: let me think. Because I mean, honestly, everybody's gonna eat the cookie. Oh yeah, right? of course. Um as far as in losing integrity, I don't No. Mm um, mm. Because basically if I say I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. You know, like I and can't true. I can't shy away from it because I have too many I'm one of those people where I, I'm gonna prove you wrong. Yeah. Ooh, yes. You know, I'm gonna prove you wrong, even though you're saying this, but I'm gonna prove you wrong. Like the whole rabbit food thing. Right. You
1: know. <laughs> You be eating that for a week and you you be eating this, you be eating, you back at McDonald's eating cheeseburger. Because I do,
2: I do juicing and all of that as well. So I'll juice for the whole week. How's that? It's mental. Mm -hmm. Because your body, like you were saying earlier, you feel as though that you have to have meat. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to have meat. You don't have to have meat. You don't have to have the meat. It's a mental thing, you know, because we feel as though that, oh, if I don't have the meat, I'm not going to get full. It's true. But you are, you know, like you can get full off of vegetables or whatever the case, whatever you put in your body. It's just whole mental thing.
0: Are you just uh, kind of a lighter question? Are you vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian?
2: Okay, yeah, yeah. But so, that was a mm. whole. But that's what me learning my body. See, mm. whenever ah. I started, whenever I started losing weight, I didn't understand certain things that was happening to my body. So I was thinking like. I'm one of them people, like, I'm a health nut. Like, I got to, if something, like, feels tingling mm-hmm. or something, I'm going to see a doctor, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, like, right, But it was actually my body telling me that, you know, I needed to go and, and seek and see what was going on. Mm-hmm. So I started, at first, breaking my food down because I was like, maybe it's something that I'm eating that's making me be this way. Mm-hmm. And in the end, it was, you know. So I have this thing now... Health wise, it's called gastric duenditis. So Uh, that means certain foods inflame my intestines. intestines. Mm -hmm. So I cannot eat it. So that's when I realized that, hey, my body was giving me these warning signals. Mm -hmm. It was already giving me that. And I was not paying attention to it. That's like the check engine lights and stuff in your car. You get what I'm saying? Like they're there for a reason. And if you're going to look into it, you know, you need to go ahead and check on it or you're going to be on the side of the road. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's how my body was doing. My body was saying, you know, hey, wow. there's a, it's this red flag, you know, you, you better get it checked out or yep. something's gonna happen. So that's basically what was going on with me. I couldn't keep going that way. So I went to the doctor and all of that good jazz and yeah.
1: No, so. that's, that's awesome. Cause that's, that's a great analogy, a check engine light. I mean, cause a lot of times we put stuff, like we put stuff in our bodies. And then, you know, we get sick. We wonder, why am I sick? Well, let's look at your diet here. A lot of times you're like, oh, you know, cause you can't catch a cold from just going outside, you know, with nothing like a no jacket or anything. You know, that's, that's, that's a myth. Like you, you live, it's viruses, mm-hmm. you know? And sometimes like what we, what we eat suppresses our immune system. yeah, And we're more susceptible for things, you know? That's why I was like, look, make your lunch at home eat something eat a well-balanced diet uh because a lot of the times we put stuff like a cheeseburger from the McDonald's on lunch break in our bodies
2: You're to your stomach oh
1: boy what I'm telling you now <laughs> look, disclaimer here if anybody's listening to this go get a cheeseburger from McDonald's eat it and then when you use the bathroom a little later <laughs> look at it your body tell your body is telling you what you're it putting because it's so it's so much processed food in the world and it's so cheap.
3: Yeah. it's a,
1: it's so accessible. Yeah, you know we look at it, we're like, man, I don't want to go spend all this money on this over here when I can go get this right here. It's quick, it's easy. Mm-hmm. If the shelf life is long, you probably don't need it. Yeah. If the shelf life is within a couple days, it's probably best for you. Yeah. So true. You got anything else?
0: I did, but now it's done.
1: Now I want me a milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, it's addictive, bro. <laughs> so, so, question. Um, any Thanksgiving woes? No? No regrets?
2: No. So, Bet. if you saw my little thing before I even went, before Thanksgiving happened, mm. I was like, listen, I'm going to the gym, I'm going to go hard, because I'm going to lose a pound. I saw that, I saw that, I saw <laughs> I was that. I like, I'm going to lose this pound, so I won't feel guilty in the morning, because my gym was closed on Thanksgiving for the first time, and wow. I was upset, I was hurt. Okay, yes, yeah. yeah,
1: because Goals is not a 24-hour gym. Mm-mm. Okay, there, the time limit, yeah. Yeah. So, one, plug your book for those, I mean, we said the name of it, like, 20, 20 minutes well you know what
0: i know okay. what i like about the book though when you when you look at when you look at the title it's healthy self mm-hmm. but then it's also if you look at how the words are it's heal thyself right i explain that to the people what yes. what, made, what made you what what made you do play that type of, yeah that play on words
2: so basically i was just writing something and so I'm a graphics designer um I'm just a freelancer okay. so I I was looking at something and I was like, me and Jocelyn, we were just talking and I was like, I wrote it down and we had like so many different names, so many different titles for the book. And I was like, what if it's this? And then I just put it all together Mm -hmm. and I looked at it and Jocelyn was like. Darn, girl, that's smart right there. Yeah. Because you don't—I mean, it's however you you look at it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's either healthy self or heal yourself. Like heal thyself, like, and that's the only way that you can do it is by looking at you.
1: Yeah. I'm dropping nuggets on this—we always—I love these moments. Oh, I Man, did you
0: just?
2: Right.
1: I did. I spas <laughs> for a second now. I'm sorry. the spirit. Just bubble up. It in did. In it me. did, man. <laughs> it did because that's 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 beautiful. You know you heal yourself by being your healthiest self. yeah a question just
0: popped in my head go ahead mm-hmm. so heal thyself on your journey because me and Teresa I was talking about this I think we talked about it on another part did you experience any moments where you had to literally go back and as, even as you're going through counseling or your own personal journey, even outside of counseling. Did you ever have to go back on your journey and release some type of unforgiveness towards people um, mm. along your journey? Because one thing me, me and Terrence talked about, I th- like I said, I think we talked about it on the part, but I know we talked about it off the mic. I found that there's even a study on it where people who have dealt with unforgiveness, they've also had to deal with, they've dealt with personal... Personal issues within their body, yeah. uh, where their body broke down. Mm-hmm. Has have you spent Did you experience anything like that? Not to say that you were sick or anything, as far yeah. as unforgiveness. But did you along your journey? Did you ever um, discover like, hey, I need to yeah. deal with this?
2: Oh, absolutely. Um, I f- I feel as though unforgiveness is a weight, mm. um, and it can take different parts of you. And it's, it's just heavy. Um, you just never know where like anxiety comes from, depression comes from, um, even what you eat, all of that comes from, some of it can come from unforgiveness.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, and we don't think of it that way because we're just going about, or we, this is the way that I've always done it, you know, but I found my best healing through this process. I mean, like, I woke up one day and I was just like, oh my gosh, like, I feel so much better. Mm. Like, I really thought I was living, but whenever I started to forgive, like, I really started living. Like, Mm. that was real life, you know? Like, actually, and we can say that we can forgive. Um, People think forgiveness is more so of a reconciliation, You don't have to always reconcile with Mm -hmm. others. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like forgiveness Mm -hmm. is more so of. They always say forgiveness is for you, and I believe that because that weight is heavy if you don't do it. You know, and I, I learned a lot through this journey with 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 that. I mean, it definitely, like to the point where people thought I was crazy. They was like, "How can you be in the same room as this person? Or how can you do this? And Mm -hmm. you know, how can you? How can you help them and stuff like that? It's because I don't hold that. You know, that's yeah. not my weight. And so even when I was going through certain things, I didn't tell people. Yeah. You know, we that's how other people hold on to things, you know. Yeah. You know, they say if you tell your family this, then they're going to hold on to yeah. it after you done got over it. You right. know what I'm saying? That's so facts. for me, I was more so of a, am I'm, I'm sheltered. I shelter myself, you know, because I don't want everybody to, Hate, yeah. hate is a oh, weight. Hate yeah. is, you know, that's that's something that that person. Everybody doesn't forgive the way that you forgive. Yeah, I you see. know, some people hold grudges. They do all of that. But for mm-hmm. me, my my whole thing has always been, this is what you have to do. Yeah. You have to forgive. You have to. I mean, it's in the Bible. I mean,
3: yeah.
2: But we don't we don't take that. You know, we don't take those things. We don't take the love you know, love your neighbor and we don't mm-hmm. we don't do any of that. We say it because it sounds good. Right. But when actually we have to live it.
1: <laughs> that's when things get huh, very dicey. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we don't we don't like to live in that. So That's true. But yeah, yeah, I I definitely like forgiveness is definitely important. Yeah. And forgive yourself.
1: Definitely. That's that's the biggest thing.
0: That's the biggest thing because how many times have we gone through life? We because of whatever decisions that we made, we're the ones holding our own selves in a bondage, mm-hmm. yeah. and not realizing we probably trying to put the blame on others when we really need to. Yeah, take that look that in mirror, the mirror.
3: Boy. Take that yeah. look
0: in the mirror, like you know what, Maurice, I forgive you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or you know, Terri, look at yourself, yeah. Therese, I forgive
1: you. And like, sometimes you got to talk to yourself. Yeah, you yeah. got to talk yourself through some forgiveness.
3: Yeah,
0: I'm telling you. That, I mean, that that's something. I, I hope that somebody that listens to this, like, they really, you know. Grasp that. Yeah, you know, take do a real introspective look. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what, I do got some unforgiveness with somebody or even with myself that I really need to, you know, get a hold of because that's that's important. Yeah. Because, I mean, like like you say, even the Bible says, if we don't forgive, God won't forgive us.
1: And, and that's that, not just with others. That's with yourself. With
2: yourself and, as well.
1: Can you imagine yourself being the thing that keep you out of heaven?
2: Mm.
1: So you just going to go there. God almighty. No, because we don't think of it we like that. It that way. We don't. No. We think of it, oh, I got to forgive everybody, everybody else. else. I be it's, It could be you that keep yourself yeah. out of yeah. heaven. God almighty, man. That
0: is a powerful concept.
3: Yeah.
1: I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> done.
3: <laughs>
0: well, well, Shadi, what's your ultimate goal? So on this health journey, what, what's what would you? What's your ultimate goal? I feel like Therese has another question.
1: No, I'm gonna piggyback off that. Your ultimate goal, and it might not have to be about. It might not be a goal for necessarily you. It could be for somebody else.
2: Um, I'll answer both. Okay. Or in the same line or You'll whatever. You'll say Um, my thing is to leave something for my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and not only that, just show them that they can live, you know, like they can definitely in enjoy this abundant life, you know, like we, we say it, but we don't, we don't really grasp that. Like Mm -hmm. you can have life here on earth, like. So, as it is in heaven. Right. You know, like we don't think of it that way. Yeah. You know, but because we think, oh, I got to get to heaven to get this. Mm-hmm. But he said you can have this here mm-hmm. on earth. He
3: did say that.
2: You know, and we don't, and I want my kids to realize and people, you know, in general, my family, my friends, all of that is that you can live your best life, you know, here on earth. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to know, you don't have to have everything right. You don't have to get everything in line or anything of that nature, but you can live the life that is meant for you, yeah. you know, on your journey, even if it's, you know, physical or whatever. Like my goal is never to be fit. You know, my goal is to have a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. You know, I have small goals when it comes to me looking at my body. Like I want to see this and I want to see that. But as far as in with, you know, a goal in mind. My goal is not to be fit. My Mm -hmm. goal is to live. My goal is to have a healthy lifestyle that people can look at and say, Oh, I'm inspired by this. I always say, um, someone asked me before and it was like, what is a goal that you want to do? Write down five goals in life that you want to do. And I said, well, for me, I want to inspire people. Mm -hmm. You know, I want people not so much to know my name, but most more so to look at me and say, Oh, I want that joy. Mm. I want to find out what's inside of me that I can pull out of myself mm-hmm. to get that joy. You know, like, that. that's what I want people to do.
1: Awesome. Aspire to inspire. Yeah.
0: That's beautiful. So where can people, uh they want to get your book, how can they go about getting it?
2: They can go to Amazon, Barnes & Noble. You can hit me up on mm-hmm. Facebook. Um,
1: so drop your, drop your, uh, your social handles,
2: um, Instagram, Instagram is, this is for Sean, um, Facebook shot Jackson or for Sean S. Jackson is the page. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, that's probably about all you want to shout out, (laughs) shout out to, (laughs) shout out to Jocelyn Richardson. Yes.
1: Jotting truth.
2: My girl. Yeah, definitely. And if you are looking for a publishing house, definitely hit up Jocelyn. She is the best. Like, she will definitely walk you through step by step, and she'll be there with you. I'm telling you, like, I love her.
0: Awesome. Awesome. You got any last words you want to leave with the people?
2: Let's get out here and heal myself, you know. Let's, Let's get out there. Let's do it. We can all do it.
0: This is another episode of High Definition Podcast. I'm Maurice. I'm Therese. And remember to live life by the highest definition.